welcome. This is another edition of the eFolder Channel Chat Podcast. This is Ted Holsey, Vice President of Marketing and your host. Today, uh, this is episode 21 of the podcast, and today I'm joined by Harry Brelsford, owner of SMV Nation. Harry, welcome to the show. Hey, Ted. Great to catch up. Well, great. So, um, you know, it's been a couple uh, couple months since we've had a chance to talk live, so... Um, you know, I, I do enjoy following uh, the uh, the you know all the great updates you're sending out from SMB Nation. So, but but why don't you, for our listeners, kind of update us on what's happening at SMB Nation today? Well, sure, sure. So, you know, uh, you know, Ted, be careful what you ask for. Is 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 what I like to say is that uh, we're in our 18th year, and and it goes quick, my friend. I just saw. Uh, a couple days ago on the street, um, a guy I worked with in the mid-90s, I was with a regional accounting firm for five years in the dot-com boom called Clark Newber, and I saw one of the partners walk by, and we chatted it up and, and couldn't believe um, I had exited that firm in 1999, and Ted, briefly, what occurred is I directed the uh, the consulting practice inside a public accounting firm. And FASBA came and issued a ruling in 99 and shut those down because of Anderson Consulting and Enron and some problems. So I I packaged out and and started SMB Nation. And um, SMB Nation has uh, tried to, you know, stay contemporary and current and change with the times. And, you know, so so goes the industry, so goes us. So most people know we had one heck of a 12, maybe 14-year run with small business server and server side and big iron. And and then everything changed one fine day <laughs> in in the Great Recession. And our industry changed. Uh, I, I, I would offer e-folders benefited from uh, some of that change because what you do has, has become in vogue. And... With SMB Nation, we have uh, made a couple changes. I'm happy to announce, um, but but maybe Ted, before we get to that, just uh, a quick update. Some of your listeners will know that I was a uh, uh, an early investor and an employee of a big data startup in uh, Seattle, Washington. I stayed 22 months, exited end of year, and boy howdy. Um, you know, I was looking to reinvigorate and re-energize and do something new. And, and Ted, that was like getting a paid master's degree in, in big data, my friend. <laughs> so, so, so here we are. Here we are today. Um, would, would, would you kind of, would, would you like to kind of hear where the, the, the direction we're going in, in Q2 and forward? Yeah, sure. I mean, I think uh, maybe talk a little bit about. I mean, I, I think as you alluded to, you know, there's been, there continues to be tremendous amounts of change. I think uh, partners of all stripes are, you know, kind of confronting the cloud-centric future and, and how to make that an opportunity rather than a threat. And then I think a lot of the, you know, the, the folks on kind of the media side or the you know, vendor side, there's also tremendous amounts of transformation. Um, so to kind of maybe talk about... Sure. Um, you know, a, a different mission or way for SMB Nation as a brand to really help the IT channel. Sure, sure, no, no problem. Um, so I'll, I'll take sort of the second point first, and it's it's no secret to, to anybody listening that you know your local newspaper needs your support, and the reason they need your support is media has changed, and I'm not I'm not sure I'll ever be 
what it was in yesteryear. I mean, I, I for one, was a newspaper boy in late elementary, early junior high, right? And and I, I haven't seen one of those in a long time. <laughs> um, and so, so media has changed and consumption of content has changed. And, and so what we've seen in the industry, um, I'm, I'm happy to give a love tap to affirm I respect uh, Penton Media, very large. And a lot of people would know them as Windows IT Pro Magazine. Um, what they did about 2009, and it was brilliant, and they were ahead of their time, is if you go to their site and really look at it, they essentially pivoted to becoming an analytics service or firm that happens to use media outreach for custom audience building, getting leads, and so on. But they, they, they were in very early with the, the data science, and they basically said, you know, who knows these audiences better than us, a publisher? Who knows how to reach them with content and events and other things than, than us? And they really took it to a whole other level. And then simultaneously, to your first point, um, with our uh, MSP community, you know, the pivot to cloud, the this, the that. Um, but what a lot of people, uh, I think, need to have a greater, they, 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 they need to embrace is uh, the mark the budgets the IT budgets have increasingly shifted over to the marketing department and it to some extent has devalued the traditional internal cost center known as the IT department at the customer and so um, I'll, I'll give you an example I had a great conversation recently with a super good friend over at Concur the expense management program mm -hmm. and the uh, I, they, they have the airfare tracker, the travel tracker. Um, yes. and, and I said, okay, you know, what's the story? Why would Joe, the MSP, be interested in Concur? And he said, it's a door opener. It's a door opener. It gets you around the company that you can go talk to marketing. You can go talk to accounting. And, and that's, that's kind of the state of the union now with IT is you need to have these sort of interdisciplinary, you know, conversations inside the entity. So, um, that's just so I'm, just so I'm clear. Yeah. So you're, you're talking to somebody, somebody, uh, at Concur, at Concur who's looking, well, how do we, how do we leverage, um, what you might call the, say, the traditional IT channel to promote Concur and, and what would be the, you know, what would be the, the, the interest in doing that? And yep. pr probably most MSPs would scratch their head, but if you start thinking about it, the point is the buying centers for, all sorts of things technology related have become diffuse inside of an organization. So, uh, smart service providers better be thinking about. It seems to me, I mean, to kind of react to your point, I mean, smart service providers should be thinking about the broader suite of you know different s software applications and SaaS applications. That's right. uh, to talk to different, you know, to talk to different decision points or, or buying centers inside of companies. No, that's exactly right, that, that you need to have uh, business services, business software solutions, business conversations, and the, the gentleman at Concur is, is qualified to have these insights. Ted, he was on the uh, worldwide team at Microsoft as a director in the partner area and, and moved on, and so it's, it's really cool because he has, you know, the, the insights into what a channel is, and then how can someone like Concur, who traditionally was more of a direct play, um, how, how can they embrace MSPs? And 
you know, bottom line, Ted, is are you going to get rich uh, adding on and encouraging people to use an expense management program? Not really. Um, it, it, it's more it's a door opener to get out of the IT department and go to other departments, and that's where the budgets are. You know, that's why we rob that, that that's why we rob banks, right? Because that's where the money is. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. That's right. So and so um, and then to, to kind of bring that back to you know kind of what you're thinking with yep. you know how to how to help uh, you know MSPs just you know take their game to another level, where, where does that fit in? Yeah, yeah. So, you know, we're announcing uh, this uh, in Q2. So we're announcing a new brand and service at SMB Nation called Pivot. And what Pivot is, is marketing as a service. And, you know, Ted, uh, as you would expect and hope, I, I did some competitive analysis. Um, so I kind of Put, put the proverbial MBA hat on and kind of looked out over the landscape and, and what can we offer is an entrepreneurial company that customers are demanding. And we came up with 17 similar services in the MSP channel, some names you and I both know. And mm -hmm. we said, that's, that's fine. I mean, I, I, I get it. And what we are doing is on, on the left hand, we're, uh, we resemble that. So we start at 300 a month for um, 10 different services, and, and then we go up to $3,000 a month for what I would call a fractional CMO role. But, you know, let's, let's talk about 300 a month. It's, it's the helping you get out your newsletter with uh, content. It's getting the Facebook post, the LinkedIn post, and the tweets up, um, both as an individual and then on your uh, company page. Um, it's helping you uh, think in terms of a webinar and maybe a lunch and learn, that kind of thing. So we're going to provide that service, and, and we're going to look a lot like other services. Um, but I would offer the difference is, I hope, I hope our unique value proposition is, is, is that we think of ourselves as a, a verb, that we are actually doing this for the MSP, and I always like to kind of picture the traditional SMB Nation MSP, which is kind of in the one to five employee category. They're running around like crazy, the economy's recovering. Uh, they really don't have time to engage in this level of marketing, or maybe, tap, maybe you know, why should they, right? I mean, you know, stick to the knitting, do what you do best, and outsource your QuickBooks bookkeeping. And <laughs> right. Does that make sense? Right, sure. Yeah. I mean, it's, it all depends on kind of what, what level of rate of growth you want. Um, sometimes you probably, a lot of folks we talk to, they, they're like, look, I'm busy enough. I mean, I, I get, you know, the occasional referral. I've got a couple, you know, pipelines of or a couple relationships that will send me referral business. But then, you know, I think, I think, but the vast majority of the market, I think, looks at it and goes, wow, you know, if I could, if I could be growing at 10 or 15% a year on the top line, that would add some real value and cash flow to the bottom line and allow me to have some comfort in how I grow. But there's always the, the immediate question of how do I get there? And, and what, you know, what services can I, what, what things can I outsource or how can I source in this marketing capability? to get me a, a steady flow of predictable and high-quality leads. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then you, you could also, so, so let's, let's go to continue down the rabbit hole. So you could think in terms of 
um, eating your own dog food, right? So if you're living analytics, and again, we're the verb and we're going to do the work, but you're going to have the you know proverbial dashboard, red light, yellow, green, um, with with key performance measures. And if you're living and breathing in that world, it, it, it does two things. One is uh, it allows you to start thinking about additional business services um, for your clients, like we kind of started the podcast with, to, to get out of the IT department and roam around to other departments with budget. Um, and then, Ted, on our roadmap, and, and I would offer it's Q3, might be Q4, is we want to be able to offer um, a way to extend the service we have and people could resell that to their customers. So um, that opens up a whole new market. I'm, I'm thinking of a well-known MSP in Denver, Colorado, who uh, I respect. And Ted, I'm sure you met him, but his niche is veterinarians. And he's done really well because he calls it healthcare without humans. <laughs> and, and boy, howdy, people, if they'll do anything, they will spend money on their animals, let me tell you. <laughs> um, Imagine if this individual could take a, uh, an opportunity and provide that to his clients so the veterinarians could, you know, have some kind of marketing um, motion to attract more customers to bring in their, you know, their canines and felines into the office for treatment and that kind of thing. So that's, that's, a, that's a future conversation in terms of the roadmap, but that's... You know, Ted, as we launch this, um, it's it's a fresh whiteboard, and, and we want to be thinking bigger than uh, just the MSP. And, and, and then at the same time, how can we help the MSP along the way? Right. So we think that's a unique proposition. So far, so good? Yeah, and I mean, so let's talk about kind of the kind of the outputs or the outcomes. Um, I mean, so as a MSP business owner, say the five five man shop, um, you know how you know what are they? What's their? When do they take action? So the marketing's happening. They're paying you a monthly fee. There's an editorial calendar. All of the social media stuff is happening automatically in the background. Right. Um, when when do they step in to take action? When do they convert? the outcome of the marketing into, you know, new client engagements. How's that going to look? Yeah, yeah. No, I love the question. I, 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 I'm glad we're going that direction. I, I didn't even have that in my prep notes, but, but let, me, let me frame it up this way. Um, when I was in the big data startup, think of us as being in a high-speed trading environment. So our clients, uh, one client segment was um, large online colleges. And what happens with that, and, and, and this will play into to, to what we're talking about, what happens with that is Ted Halsey uh, on the weekend clicks around saying, I want to get an online MBA, right? I'm going to do it at night, and I'm going to do it on the weekends, and it really, you know, to get to the director level, I need an MBA. You go to some honeypot sites, you go to some affiliate sites like military.com, you go to all these sites, and somewhere along the way you bump into our client and you fill out the form we know on average you have filled out half a dozen forms right think of kids they probably apply to five or six colleges and they pick one we know that and so it's speed to lead and so to answer your question ted is in in, in our case it was seconds right i mean we were a fine-tuned machine at high volume 
um, you're going to get a call in about two minutes from the college. Ted, we'd like to sign you up. Um, I don't think MSPs have to engage in that kind of high-speed trading, but you know, I, I I would commit that within 24 hours you're going to get the lead in it. It is speed to lead, Ted, because we don't know who else they're shopping or talking to, right? What other forms are they filling out? <laughs> right, right. So 24-hour turnaround in terms of a CSV file, and and then it's on them, right? That's that, that's. Let me interject this. We we can do that. We we. We're not going to be in the appointment setting business, but um, we, you know, the the critical critical thing is is if you have a hand raiser that filled out a form, it's critical you follow up with that lead. And Ted, you know, you you and I have probably both been fr frustrated and elated with some of the behaviors of our MSPs, <laughs> right? <laughs> when right. we hand them, this person wants to give you money. They're right. trying to give you money. <laughs> Call now. That right there is the phone. Pick it up. Yeah. Call. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, and, you know, maybe if – let me take a little bit of a left turn in terms of that 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 workflow um, because what we're talking about is a lot of A-B testing. So it's not just send out the newsletter. It's send out newsletter A and B. And, and Ted, it's no mystery, right? Um, MailChimp has some great A-B testing in different times to send out part of A and part of B, and then a day later, part of A, part of B. Dude, you can track this stuff to a really low level. <laughs> well, it, but it's but it's time consuming. I mean, I think we we've done a fair amount of A-B testing internally here, and our you know the name of our game in the e-folder marketing department uh, most days of the week is is trying to identify new MSPs who have raised their hand and said, "Hey, I want to talk to you guys about something you're doing," or I have a special challenge here. You know, let's engage. But it does take time, and to me, the concept of marketing as a service is very compelling because you guys can kind of take, you know, there's it's it's that it's it's taking all of that expertise, which is not easily gained, and the, the fairly labor intensive. Amen, brother. <laughs> you know, the, the labor intensive process. It's it's fairly labor intensive to to ramp into that that skill set, and you're applying it over a larger client base. And all the clients are benefiting from that gained wisdom and that insight. If you know that, you know, saying saying to a small business decision maker this about, you know, having with this subject line and this visual about ransomware is going to get somebody to take notice versus this doesn't work very well. We're gonna we're gonna start using this, you know, this B test that the B worked better. We're gonna start using that with all of our clients to talk about ransomware. That's that has tremendous value um, to, to your to your paying MSB clients. So I, I yeah, see that. It, yeah, and it doesn't stop there. Um, I, 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 I mean, again, we, we, we have the proverbial black box that is our, you know, secret weapon in delivering this, but I'm, I'm comfortable telling you we're just using common, well-known tools that, that we have gone deep with that most people uh, probably already subscribe to. Um, you know, go to webinar, right? Go to meeting. I mean, a lot of people probably have that account. Um, you know, most people don't even know the refresh that occurred where they put an analytics report in go to webinar. It's, it's a couple layers deep. 
it's a beautiful thing. And we, we do that so the MSP can continue to work. And then um, on the labor intensive front, the, 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 this, is, this is kind of funny as we've developed the workflow for this, but you know, I, it, I, I, it made me feel like an old timey server side big iron guy because I, I brought in my, uh, my nephew, he's, he's all a 25 and he's a digital native. Um, and, and we're, we're not going to work directly with him. He's more of an advisor because that would be just a little too close to, to family. (laughs) And, and I'm not a nice boss. So the, uh, (laughs) but, um, you know, he's one of these kids. He, he started an agency, uh, digital agency out of college and, you know, doggone it, he landed, if, it's just, it gives you an idea of what this person looks like, but he landed Paul Allen's account for this three-day concert up in Seattle in May that competes with South by Southwest. Um, there's there's a new tech art funding uh, music show up here that's going to compete with South by Southwest, and he's in, he, he, he landed the social media stuff, but Ted, the point is, there's hundreds of these little digital natives running around Seattle. <laughs> it's a very different person. <laughs> and and there and and the, and the idea though is that um, you know that the the publics that are making decisions about sourcing IT is is going to be changing. I mean, it's it's definitely. I mean, this is part of the millennial conversation. I mean, is that is that kind of Part of it. I mean, I, I think you know. I, I spent a lot of time talking, like with folks like Arlen Sorensen, and we. It sometimes it feels like we're uh, we're not getting making progress on this concept that the buyer is going to be changing. Correct. It Correct. seems like a lot of MSP business owners are still living in denial about that fact. But um, well, I, I, what yeah, are you no, seeing? I'll, yeah. I'll, well, I'll give you a simple example um, in conjunction uh, with my nephew um, Nick and. Uh, other people I'm, you know, asking for advice and, and, and then hopefully the experience and, and so on that I've gained, uh, we're, we're doing something very obvious is mobile first, you know, over 60% of traffic is now mobile, you know, just look at your bus commute. And um, so the forms and everything starts with mobile development first. And so that means like you have to use a progressive form because people get annoyed <laughs> with a form that scrolls down and down and down on your iPhone. So it's it's those kind of insights from digital natives that a server side big iron guy, we're just not going to think about that naturally. Um, and, and then Ted, the demographic, yes. I mean, startups with, you know, millennials are a great um, IT opportunity because they want to stay focused on being the next Uber and, and what they do best, not infrastructure. Um, and so, you know, I, I, I think there's some of that as well. Uh, but it, it, it's just a different person. And, uh, you, you know, it's, it's, it, I talked to uh, uh, someone I really respect yesterday, and he said, boy, having an existing staff transition to a new business model is is one of the toughest challenges internally and i think arlen would concur and i think you know that that, that you guys not, not e-folder but you know your msp we resemble that remark right everybody's going through transitory times <laughs> yep yep well and what's what's in your playbook i mean what's keeping you awake at night about the transition and and what um you know kind of 
in in working with Jenny and the team and what's uh you know what is um you know what are you going to be focusing on to, to, yeah. to make this transformation work yeah execution so you know here's the deal having been inside the belly of the big data beast and having to be up seven by 24 with you know um tens of thousands of lead volume a month for a hotel chain and some education institutions and so on you know we we had to execute flawlessly and boy it's it's harder than it looks um and, and so I'm not worried about uh, selling our new service pivot. I, I think the market um, is asking for this kind of uh, efficiency in, 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 in marketing to get leads. Um, but what keeps me up at night is we have really got to main, get, adopt a new sort of ISO 9000 mindset because um, that's where the war will be won and lost, right? And, and all up and down the food chain. So not only just executing programmatically that the newsletter went out on March 13th at 9 a.m., but more importantly, we're delivering the analytics. And um, and, and ergo, I think the execution will result in, in leads or recurring you know, business from existing customers because our outreach is twofold, Ted. It's to the existing customer base of my friend in Denver, Colorado, but that it would be using um, content and honeypots and other tactics. Uh, you know, we're even thinking about contests. Um, the proverbial, fill out this form and win a three-day vacation <laughs> um, to, to, to get new leads. But yeah, Ted, execution, and I know I, I, I know HTG feels strongly about that, my friend. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. But but the kind of to, to revisit an earlier topic, though, um, the marketing can execute perfectly, but if sales doesn't execute well, um, you know, it's kind of hard to connect the dots. So, kind of what what kind of coaching would you give? To your, I mean, let's just think about it. You know, your first uh, twenty or thirty or forty clients that come on board, you gather them together in a room or on a webinar, and you say, "Hey, look, uh, half of you guys in the room aren't natural sales guys. What yeah. do they need to start doing as a business owner and leader to be more sales focused? What do they need to change in terms of their habits about maximizing the value of that marketing's creating?" Well, you know, one one of the things we throw in, remember I said we do about 10 things, and I've, I've probably rattled off half a dozen obvious things, forms, newsletters, that, that kind of motion. But one of the things we do is, is an hour of buddy time a month at, at that price point. And uh, that my, my intent there would be to do it in groups um, so I can leverage, you know, my time. Uh, efficiently across a larger population, and, and but but still, again, have an hour of buddy time, take your questions and so on. But but the the one I want to hit head on, and I've had to go through it myself. Um, trust me, is getting out of your own way. So that's how I would respond to that, and we we've had to do that here internally. Um, the the best thing that happened for me that way was. Uh, I started making outside investments in, in assisting firms by day in Seattle to not only recharge, but um, get new insights and perspectives. And then I also, you know, turned as, as you well know, Jennifer Hallmark. She's amazing. She's been running SMB Nation day to day for about three, four years. 
And and it's a classic case of you got to get out of your own way. Because, Ted, we, you know, the time flies by quick, brother, and, and, and we kind of get stuck in our ways. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and... That is where uh, these MSPs are, are simply going to have to let go. Um, I, I don't think most of them are sales. I think they're rainmakers. I, I think they're natural rainmakers, and which is great for growing organically by reputation. But you know, hardcore sales is a different motion, and 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 that might be you know, good lord, if they could hire a millennial. Um, I don't want to engage in ageism, but. You know, uh, a, a millennial who who just doesn't have um, barriers and, and roadblocks, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or, or I mean, it's I mean, I, I mean, I think it's always the I you know I I spend a lot of time blogging and discussing about how to hire that first salesperson um, on a staff, and I mean that's definitely part of the equation. It's not so much that hey you, you got to get somebody who has a different DNA than you. I mean, a lot of it's just you need somebody whose plate is clear, clean, and and is is ready and available to call back those new leads within minutes of them materializing, uh, because that's how you're going to get through to somebody who's a, a mere suspect at this point, and turn them into a valid prospect and really dig in and find out, you know, hey, is this a firm that that actually has some technology challenges that we can assist with? Um, so a huge part of it is just capacity and focus. Uh, but there is always that uh, that that you know I think that what you see in a lot of MSP businesses is that there is that kind of challenging middle part where you start to do some marketing and you're getting some lead flow, but you maybe there's not enough of it for a full-time resource. And and I think that that's really quite important to impress upon the MSP business owner that you gotta you gotta make time to to engage and engage quickly with leads. Although I mean, leads leads age by the minute and the hour, not by the day and the week. And most oh, yeah. people don't re most people don't realize that until you look at the data, and the data is astounding. If you can get through to somebody just minutes after they engage with you, it's like night and day in terms of turning that into a productive relationship. Yeah, and here here's the good news. I mean, Ted, I think you and I have been life learners, and 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 we believe in education and embrace education. I think everybody inherently does. Um, some of us had the opportunity to probably get too much education along the way, but but anybody, uh, and I'm thinking of our core demographic, that a lot of our people started as technicians, and, and God bless them, and maybe a little military service and exited and became an MSP, um, but, but anybody's going to hopefully understand uh, that, that you, know, you know, street learn. Um, they don't teach you in grad school speed lead. Let me tell you, they're they're they're, they're going to have wonderful supply and demand charts. <laughs> so, and I wanted to add one more thing along this line of reasoning about sort of the emotional health of our MSPs. So here's kind of been my experience um, the last couple of years, and and again, what I hope uh, we can pitch is is something to help people just quite frankly, enjoy life a little bit more where we're, you know, it's, it's, it's a beautiful thing. And, 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 and so what I've seen in a lot of conversations is our guys and gals, they're, they're tired. I mean, we have come through a recession. We have come through a pivot to the cloud. We have come through small business server went away. And, and at the other end of it, on face value, we're not making as much money as we did. And, and, and so we're here 
to attack that, and I guess I've got a blog in me or a, a monthly butt, butt buddy chat down the road about, you know, kind of, guys, uh, you're feeling a little mopey. Um, we just can't continue down this road about uh, kind of kind of having grievances about what we don't have when, you know, Ted, I've never seen so much innovation in my life and, and you know, try and install a little more of a uh, abundance philosophy. Because, <laughs> yeah. yeah. you know, because every single freaking day something new comes out that's really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and it could seem daunting. And, you know, one side of the coin is it, it might seem like uh, – uh, you know, it seems like a challenge, but it just, it does spell opportunity, but you have to approach it with the right mental framework. But, um, you know, I think, I think if you can crack the code on, on delivering these business owners a, a steady stream of interested suspects and prospects and quality leads, that does get, hopefully will give them that little boost to have the kind of the positive outlook on, on the, the business. <laughs> opportunity to stay focused on all the other cool things the way they can serve their clients and so um, I, I think having you know when your pipeline is strong it's it's easy to confront the day I think and um, it sounds like you're definitely on to something here with SMB Nation Pivot to uh, to help uh, you know many of the MSP and IT service providers we've been working with for, for a long time yeah I mean bottom line is um we're entering arguably a crowded market, but you know, Ted, you could say there's thousands of public accounting firms in the U.S., right? Well, of course, that that's fine, and 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 we're you know we're all about cooperation where where we're able. So that's not the point. It's more that we're really going to emphasize the mathematics. Um, that's a unique value proposition for us, I feel, and then we're going to emphasize simple is hard, and so. You know, when we've already talked to uh, some some people who want to get rocking with us, um, once I kind of explain, you know, it, it's almost a compliment where they go, you know, that that that's it, that's that's all you do, that for three hundred, that's it, and I'm like, that's the point. <laughs> we we do it. <laughs> well, great. So, well, great. Well, so we're we're uh, I'm I'm excited to hear more as uh, the ranks of your clientele on this new service start to grow. Um, and uh, thank you very much for sharing your viewpoints on what's happening in the market today and a little bit of exciting news from SMB Nation. Well, thank you, and by golly, good to catch up. You know, let's let's not let so much time pass again, Ted, before we talk. <laughs> we'll do it again soon. So, thanks a lot for joining me today on the eFolder Channel Chat Podcast. Today I was joined by Harry Brelsford, owner of SMB Nation. Uh, this is Ted Holsey, Vice President of Marketing, uh, signing off from the eFolder Channel Chat. Have a great day, everybody. Take care.